title, MC, means Master of Ceremony. Some people who MC don't know what this term means. Welcome to Meet, Comma, Straight Up, or On The Rock, a podcast that asks you, how do you like your life? How do you like your life? I'm your host, Daydream, also known as David. Neat, meaning, yeah, that's kind of cool, it's alright. Straight up, is uh, like putting ice on, you know, chilling out to drink. And on the rocks means, yeah, we, we, we got problems, I'm going to have to see you. I just got off the phone with my brother Aaron. Uh, he's been in jail, locked up in New York State Penitentiary for about 12 years. You know, our conversation today kind of triggered a memory about the 80s, you know, of of a uh, family, of uh, love, of community, the 80s. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the when I was just a little bro, I looked up to my bigger bro, begged if I could kick it. So when he went out with girls, I could go tagging along, nagging. If she had a sis, maybe could mac a baby hood rat. Y'all remember way back then, when it was 1985, all the way live. I think I was about 10. One of those happy little singing the blues that be always trying to bag with the shag. And karate shit, saying, yo mama black, his mama this, his mama that. Then he get mad and want his crap. We stay mad about 10 minutes, then it's like back on the bike. To play hide and go get it with the younger by the bungalows. Then switch to playing ding dong ditch when that gets old and too cold to hack it. Threw on a bomber jacket. You can tell the ballers cause they fell wearing gazelles. If they really had money raised, we sport me case. And all the girls had they Turkish link. If it broke, then they made earrings to it, like they meant to do it. But sometimes I still sit and reminisce. Then think about the years I was raised back in the day. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid. <laughs> you know, we play football in the street. You know, we 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 jump double dutch with our cousins. You know, we roll big wheels. You know, backyard barbecues. That was the '80s. You know, the 80s were uh, everything to me. They was everything to us, like my family. We haven't been the same since the 80s. You know, uh, some of the, the the greatest music we ever heard came from the 80s. You know, Michael Jackson, Bon Jovi, The Police. You know, we, we lived the 80s. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Prince. Whitney Houston, Queen, Hall & Oates, Salt & Pepper, Push It. We was down for the, for the 80s. You know, I remember going to... To school in the 80s, and, and, and uh, every girl, they thought they were salt and pepper. Like, you know, you got three friends that's cool and everything. And one was salt, one was Spinderella, and one was pepper. And they, they danced, they did everything. And, you know, we, we had a great time in the 80s. So if you missed the 80s, I'm sorry. I was born in 1975. I love the 80s. So I remember going to school, like, just having a great time. Like, the clothes, the language, the food. You know, that's what we call the culture. We didn't have two quarters, but we had the 80s. All my cousins, all my female cousins had, you know, these shoes. We, we called them, like. And I think everybody called them jellies 
because this is my world. You know, we, we all call them jellies. They had a lot of a lot of colors, a lot of glitter in these shoes. And we couldn't tell if it was plastic. Maybe it was rubber. We don't know. But they was jellies. Right. To us, they was jellies. And and they walked around in these jellies. They even had jellies bands like uh, around a wrist. We had a great time in the 80s, you know. It was awesome. You could do whatever you wanted to do in the 80s, and it didn't it, it didn't matter. Like, you could smell and feel the culture. That was the 80s. I was born in 1975, so I'm going to be real with you. That, that, to me, meant you was an 80s baby because you remember 1980. 1971, you didn't know. 1972, 1973, 1974, 1975, you was, uh, okay, Gap Band, you know, Earth, Wind & Fire, you know, you knew the bands were phasing out and the 80s hit, right? You knew the 80s, so anybody born 1975 to 1980 is an 80s baby to me. You know, you could smell the culture it was awesome it was always around you you know it wasn't this uh, uh watered down pop american version of the culture you know you could feel it you know you could smell the food the the vibrant colors you know we 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 wore like like grease in our hair like you know what i'm saying like there was jerry curls in the 80s like you knew it. You could smell it. You could taste it. Like it was all over you. It was the 1980s. You know what I'm saying? Most importantly, you could feel the love. Like you had no idea what was going on, except you could feel the love of the 80s. And that was most important. You know, I mean, we, we had like Cindy Lauper. Shit. We had we had Anita Baker, Stevie Wonder. You know, the 80s was it. You know, when I look back, I'm like, damn, you couldn't stop the 80s. Like Anita Baker, Stevie Wonder, the 80s was awesome. I I'm so happy I experienced it. You know, you know, you can't take that away from me. You could try to tell me, you know, Madonna, Sade, Barry White. You know, that was the 80s. I was five and I remember it. This had a huge influence on my life and who I am today. I'm a better person because I lived through the 80s. You know, I love the 80s. It was mine. It's where I am. You know, when I when I look at my platform right now and I, I realize that this is where I put my my memories, this would help me realize and remember the things in my life when I'm older. You know, I, I, I really I, I don't want to forget. You know, I, I was again, I was born in 1975. So I'm a real 80s kid. You was born in the 80s. You really only remember 1985 on. We could throw a football if we needed to 100 yards without hitting a, a, a television or a radio or a communication line in the middle of the street back then. Uh, I, I would say that happened in the 90s. When that happened, that kind of screwed up football for us on the streets. But again, in the 80s, we didn't have that. You know, it was awesome. You know, we, we really enjoyed being outside there wasn't a held hand device there wasn't a computer there was nothing we enjoyed being outside in the 80s you know i remember walking out of my house you know the side door of my house or my apartment in the 80s from the backyard going to the street right and this was on goodyear avenue in buffalo new york i would walk outside and you look to the right and there was kids drawing, you know, pictures. You see all types of stuff. They didn't even know they was artists back then. They was doing anything. 
And it was awesome, right? You look to the left, you know, kids playing hopscotch, you know, playing double dutch, you know, people playing cheerleading, you know, we could say girls or whatever, but, you know, they was doing cheerleading and all the other stuff. And it was awesome. You're right. Because during that time we was outside and I, I would come outside ready to play uh, fumbly wombly. You know, a 70 degree day felt like a 70 degree day. Nowadays, you get a 70 degree day and it's it has a chill to it and you can enjoy the 70 degree day. 80 degrees, you know, was like, oh, shit. Now we got open a fire hydrant and it wasn't us like we was enjoying ourselves. The old people would come outside like it's too hot in the house. A fan ain't going to do it. You know, air conditions, you know, we we ain't have it again. We couldn't put two quarters together. So an air condition really was like <laughs> it was a fire hydrant in the hood. Like they come outside, open the fire hydrant and all of a sudden it's on. Everybody enjoying themselves. Right. We all soaked up. So that was our splash pad. That was our pool in the 80s. You know, it was fun. You know, my and, and, and when I think about it, like back in that day, like. My family was uh, was cool. We was close together. As cousins, we lived on the same street. You know, I don't remember why or how we fell apart, but, you know, we did. That's the way it works. I remember running down the street and being hit by the, the might of the fire hydrant and falling to the ground. But, you know, you soaking wet, the street soaking wet. <laughs> and the only way the fire hydrant was shut off was when the, the uh, fire department came and shut that shit off. We had a great time back in the 80s. Um, you know, these kids don't don't know what the fuck what, what what's happiness about. They don't know. So, you know, but again, this was around the time where I had the greatest ass whooping that I ever had in my life that straightened me out. Um, and I'm pretty sure a lot of kids nowadays need a really good ass whooping to straighten them out. You know, I do remember getting my, my ass whooped playing football in my aunt's house at that time. You know, I remember it was like, like like it was yesterday, you know. We just uh we just finished playing football out in the street. We was playing fumbly wumbly. Um, you know, that's what we called it. You know, you might call it different, I don't know. But the way fumbly wumbly went was um the person that had the football turned their back to like twenty five or thirty people behind them and they would throw the football behind them, over their shoulders, over their head. Um and whoever caught it had to juke their way through about 25 or 30 people plus that person that threw the football over their head past the pole that was, like, in the street, right? And when they passed that pole, we we always thought it was, like, a phone line. So when you pass this big-ass brown pole, that was the goal post. That was the touchdown. So when you do that, right, like, you ain't, like, it wasn't easy just to shake everybody, 25, 30 people in the street. Plus the person that threw the football over their head, you had to go in that direction to the other football uh, pole, which was probably to us. It was like 100 yards, but it's probably like 50 yards. So you got to shake like 25, 30 people, like shake them, get them all. And at the time, it was like, touch you, touch you, touch you, got you. Um, and then as the game evolved, we just got tired of like touching each other. So it became fumbly wumbly five second hold. Like we, we, we even changed the game from fumbly wumbly to five second hold. So you got to hold me for five seconds. Basically you can't like touch me. You got to stop me for five seconds from getting to that goal post. So when you look at like Barry Sanders and all, I believe Barry Sanders had to play fumbly wumbly. 
you shaking, you know, your cousins, you shaking everybody left and right. And, and if you got along the sideline, whether it was left or right, somebody was hitting your ass. Wham! And you got that. That's what we call a sideline pop. So we took it from fumbly wumbly to five second hold to five second pop. Right. So as long as you, you know, stay in the middle and somebody tag you. Great. But if you juking everybody, you good. And you get along that sideline. Wham. You got popped. So when you got up with all these grass stains and knees all fucked up. Uh, bleeding and shit you would grab the football and throw it over the back of your head and the next group of people was standing there 20 25 people trying to grab this ball so they can run past you and score that's what the hood was like for me when i grew up like we really 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 enjoyed it and it was awesome right one day after after we having this great ass game of fumbly wumbly that you know evolved from you know just touching to to five second hold to like sideline pop even in the winter time it was just like we tackling you uh, even the big dudes like in the winter time like the fat dudes would come out and we would throw the ball over our head and it was funny because the adults would be laughing and you would see all these kids like jumping on top of this fat dude grabbing his legs grabbing his arms trying to stop him after he grabbed the ball and he's running in a direction towards the goal post um because he's got like 10, 11, 12 kids on him. Like he just scoring. In the summertime, he ain't play. His big ass ain't play. But in the wintertime, he played. And, you know, you can count the five, but he still, you know, the goal was to get seven points. That's how it was back in the hood. So we, we never really cared. We just had a great time tackling the fat dude. So even my, my female cousins was playing it, you know. You know, when I when I look back, you know, talking to my brother earlier, I, w I would think about, you know, I also think about, you know, that time after Fumbly Wumbly, I got my ass beat, like the greatest ass whooping I ever had. My one aunt, like I said before in, in the podcast, you know, she she had five boys. So she was a bruiser. You know, she knew how to whoop some ass because back in the day you had to be in the house before the streetlights came on. So uh, we, we get in the house, you know, we chilling, we talking. And again, you know, we, we lived upstairs, you know, me. At the time, my brother, and I can't even remember if my, my sister was in my mom's belly with my dad and all other shit. I don't remember that. So um, we went downstairs to hang with our other male cousins, of course. We talking shit, having a good time, you know, whatever. At the time, it was four male cousins. The youngest, you know, John was, you know, the youngest at that time. So we having a good time. We talking shit. Uh, we downstairs. You know, the adults on the porch. They bring the boom box in because they got a boom box with two, you know, cassette tapes and shit. They record shit off the radio and replaying it. You know, it, it went from playing shit on the on the uh, vinyl in the house to playing the shit on a cassette tape on a porch. So we hanging out, having a great time, you know, and, and uh, me and my brother come downstairs. We hanging out with our other cousins, our three other cousins. And then, uh, you know, the adults like we, we leave him. You know, we're going to go up the street. You know, at that time, you go up the street, you know, it was a bar up the street at the corner. Every hood, it was a corner bar. So, you know, they telling us we, they about to go up the street and they're going to hang out. Y'all keep your ass in the house. And, you know, the adults leave the porch. They go down the street to the local bar. They having a great time and shit, um, you know, partying it up. And, you know, you know, one of the cousins sparked that off. Like, you know, I shook your ass. You know, you hit. 
you know, I shook you, you did this, you that, and all the conversations start, you know, start really talking. Like I did this, I did that. And then the ego kicks in, you know, like, you know, the one cousin acting like he got a football in his hand, but you jump after the football before you know it, apartment is like torn as shit, right? The table's all busted up, lamps and shit busted up. The couch, you know, is moved back. You having a great time, you know, kids in a, in a house, you know, in the hood, you know, sweating. It's a summer day. You know, the lights just came on. So the sun just went down. Uh, you know, it's good. You know, everybody having a good time. But do you hear in the distance, you know, the adults start to come back down the street. You know, they singing. They having a great time. They enjoying themselves. And, you know, as a kid, you, you, you're not really paying attention at first. And then, you know, it, it shocks you. The lamp broke, the table broke, the TV pushed back because back then the TVs was like big wooden boxes and shit. We just got finished playing Fumbly Wumbly in, in like in the living room. Um, and we hear all these adults coming back. We knew like at that point we was dead. So we we decided to scatter. We tried to put the house back in order. Um, you know, my aunt house was never going to be back in order but we we scattered my dumbass ran to the bathroom you know all my cousins ran everywhere else they was gonna run you know cousins ran into the closet under the bed my brother ran upstairs i could hear her as she you know walked through the the house or the apartment that she had um with my my aunt and you know my mother so when they when it was, she kicked she kicked in the door, I could hear her, you know, and screaming her son's names and, you know, where are you? And then when she got in the kitchen, you know, and she noticed the bathroom door was closed, she just kicked that bitch in. And guess who was sitting on the fucking toilet? My dumbass, thinking I was the smartest motherfucker in the world. And, and, and she grabbed me up off that shit, looked in the toilet, which I respect. She looked in the toilet. She looked in the toilet to see if I was actually shitting before she beat my ass. Like, she knew my ass was exposed. Like, I don't even know where the pootie tang belt came from. She pulled the pootie tang belt, like, off her waist and was like, I had no clue how long that pootie tang belt was. I just know that when she pulled it off, I thought it was a race car track. And she tore my ass up as fast as could be. I was screaming and crying. So when I look back and I think about it, I laugh because I thought I was the smartest person of that group. And she kicked down the door in the bathroom and whooped my ass first. At some point, you know, when when she hit me and she was just tearing my ass out. I was just screaming. So you hit me in my, my, my Peter. You hit me in my Peter. And she stopped because I, you know, screamed. She hit me in my Peter. And then my mom jumped in front of her, you know, and grabbed me and was laying, you know, on the floor with me. I was down on my knees and shit. And, and honestly, when I heard her going through the rest of the house, kicking down doors, honestly, to this day, I don't think they, we even talked about it. I could have ran out the back hallway up the stairs right where the bathroom was like up to the second flight and and pretended like I was shitting in my own bathroom. No, I didn't even do that. I pretended like I was taking a shit in their bathroom. The scene was uh, 
was for the greatest ass whooping ever. You know, she she kicks in the door, you know, my pants was already down. And I mean, you know, that belt really hurt. <laughs> when I think about the 80s, you know, I think about that, you know, talking to my brothers today, I think about that. You know, we played Fumbly Wumbly in my aunt's house. I got my ass beat. That was the greatest ass woman I ever had in my life. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Neat, comma, Straight Up or On the Rocks, a podcast that asks you, how do you like your life? If you're looking to reach us or give us some comments, some positive or negative feedback, you can send that to nsuotrocks at gmail.com. That's n-s-u-o-t-r-o-c-k-s at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. We are also distributed on anchor.fm forward slash daydream, the DJ one word, Google podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public podcast. We are there. Reach out. Let us know what you think. P. <coughs> Ooh, too much to drink.